0: Jesus said, the works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama segbaji this Sunday, 10 a.m., at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate-Crawley, 8 ds or call 1293 885000 for more information. Or on the web at SolutionChapel.org. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles.
1: The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations.
0: In this message, you will learn.
2: He was after the glory of God. So for the for for the devil to be able to have access to the glory of God, guess what? He has to go after what was made in the image of the glory. He has to go after what was made in the image of the glory. So in Genesis chapter 3, we saw the temptation Our God is good all and all the time. God is oh, I said our God is good all and all the time. God is Hallelujah. Well, let's please be seated in the presence of the Lord. It's good to see you all this morning. Um, it's good to be back. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah, it's good to be back home. Uh, I have been away for, I think, two Sundays. Is it two Sundays? And um, uh, we thank God for his goodness. And uh, I have no doubt that you were mightily blessed by Pastor Zama. Uh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, as you're aware, I was in the U.S. um, last year for the International Faith Conference. And uh, and um, this year, by God's grace, I was able to go as well. And uh, I was able to take one of our pastors with me. Uh, we thank God for what he's doing. Uh, last year, when I was there alone, I couldn't watch our service live. But this year, I was able to stream in live whilst we're having service. <laughs> And it was very, very, very refreshing and very encouraging. It's just a sign of of growth. Uh, Last year I was there alone, but this year I took someone with me. And next year I'll be taking many more of you with me. Um, What can I say? God has just been good. Uh, I only commit to something that I know I can do for life. So, I think for me now, September will be a time for me just to go and sharpen myself and come back. And I hope that many of you will be ready. Uh, Come next year, you'll be ready to come with me, amen? Amen. One thing I know without a doubt is next year I'll be taking my wife with me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, Because it's good to always see from the same perspective. Uh, Because the image you are exposed to is what you become. And uh, we thank God for what he did in Jesus' name. All I can say is that there was an impartation and we will see the manifestation Amen. of that invitation. In Amen. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, are you ready for the word? Yes. Are you ready for the word? Yes. I want to thank God for all the pastors who work tirelessly and for your lives, all the leaders, all the members. Uh, you, are, you are such a fantastic church and without a doubt, I want to thank God for the life of my wife. Uh, I think she nearly stole my job uh, from me, uh, but whether you like it or not, I'm back. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And now don't start mocking my preaching today. If you mark my preaching, I'm going to come get you in your house. Amen. Because I haven't preached for some time. So just give me time to warm up and to, and to catch up. Amen with the grace of God upon the life of uh, Pastor Zama and I must say that streaming into the services I have seen and experienced the power of God and uh, what God is doing in this church must never be taken lightly. I want you to understand something that we are not here for anyone, we are here for Jesus. Did you hear what I've said? You are not you're not serving God because of someone. You are serving God because of Jesus. Because of what he did for you on the cross. So I want you to be focused because God is taking us somewhere and the devil can't stop it. I said God is taking us somewhere and the devil can't stop it. His mother-in-law can't stop it and there's nothing they can do about it. Amen? Well, please give me a bit of volume so I can teach this morning. Hallelujah. What I'm about to teach is so powerful. I need grace to become. Amen. 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 I need grace to become. So if you're ready, turn with me in your Bibles to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. The book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. I read, it says, but we all with an open face beholding us in a glass, the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the spirit of the Lord, by the reading of God's word. I'm sharing a two part message with you that I've titled from glory to glory from glory to glory. I'll end it off next week and I believe that God will open the eyes of your understanding to behold the wondrous things in his word. I want you to understand that God in his infinite wisdom created us and made us in his own image. The Bible says in the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 26 and 27, the Bible says that God and God said, let us make man in our own image. I want you to underline that word, in our own image and in our likeness or after our likeness. And it says, and let them have dominion, Let who have dominion, the image, the image, the man, God said, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. Verse 27, it says, so God created man in his own image. So God created man in his own image. Now for us to understand what image the Bible is talking about. Let's go to John chapter 4 verse 24. Jesus said a time is coming and now is the time. And they that worship God must worship this God in spirit and in truth. Why? Why? Because this God is a spirit. God is a spirit. God is a spirit. So when God said, let us make man in our own image, what God is saying is that let us make another kind of us. And that image he's talking about is his spirit. Now, I want you to take note of something very important. The spirit there is the glory of God. The spirit there is the glory of God. The spirit there is the glory of God. Why do you say that? Because God is a spirit. God is a spirit, and if God is a spirit, and this spirit is his glory, remember the Bible says that God said, my glory will I share with no man. And remember, in the book of Isaiah, we'll not read it, the Bible says that when Lucifer or Satan was created, he said, I will ascend unto the hills of the Lord. I will ascend unto the throne of God. I will do this, I will do that. Now, what was he after? He was after the glory of God. He was after the glory of God. So for the, for, for the devil to be able to have access to the glory of God, guess what? He has to go after what was made in the image of the glory. He has to go after what was made In the image of the glory. So in Genesis chapter 3, we saw the temptation. In Genesis chapter 3, we saw the temptation. We saw from verse 1, the Bible says, let let, let me quickly go there. Genesis chapter 3 from verse 1. The Bible says from verse 1, it says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yeah, had God said that thou shalt not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the tree of that which is in the midst of the garden, God says that you shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die, for God do know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened. You shall be as the gods, knowing good and evil. Verse 6, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired, to make one wise she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave it also unto her husband and he did eat verse 7 is key the bible says that and the eyes of them both were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons Now, why all of this world, they didn't know that they were naked? The moment they seen, they became aware that they were naked. Now, before they became aware that they were naked, they were covered by the glory of God. They were covered by what? By the glory of God. And what was the devil after? The glory of God. So the moment they became naked, they transferred their glory to the devil. I want you to follow me. They transferred the glory that God had used to cover them was taken off from them by the devil. You say, how do you know? Matthew chapter 4 verse 8. Matthew chapter 4 verse 8. The Bible says that again the devil taken him, Jesus, up into an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And the glory of them, verse 8, verse 9, the Bible says that and he said unto him, all these things I will give unto thee, if thou shalt fall down and worship me. What is he saying he'll give unto Jesus? The glory. The glory that he took from Adam and Eve. Are you following me? Now, do you remember Joseph? Joseph had a coat of what? Many colors. When his brothers persecuted him, what what was the first thing they took? The coat of many colors. Why? Because the coat of many colors represented the glory. When Potiphar's wife held on to Joseph, what did she take? His garment, because the garment represented the glory. The devil is not interested in anything in your life except the glory. Because you and I have been made in the glory of God. And now we have to understand one key thing. This is very important. If we are going to move from glory to glory, we have to first understand what God gave us from the beginning. And once we understand that, we will preserve the glory that God has given us. Now, do you remember when Nebuchadnezzar wanted everybody to bow down to an image? Remember that? In Daniel chapter 3 from verse 1 to to 8. Let's read it quickly. Daniel chapter 3. From verse 1 to 8, the Bible says that Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold. An image of gold whose height was three score cubits and the breadth of six cubits. He set it in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king sent to gather together the princes, the governors, the captains, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the province to come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar the king has set up. Then the princes, the governors, the captains, the judges, the treasurers, counselors, and everybody came. Verse verse 4. The Bible says that then on Herod cried aloud, To you it is commanded, all oh people, nations, and languages, verse 5, that at what time you hear the sound of the common flute, have back, sapri, deed, selma, and all kinds of music, and so on and so forth, ye shall fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king has. Set up. Next verse, verse 6. The Bible says that, and whosoever falleth not down and worship shall the same hour be cut into the midst of burning fiery furnace. Keep going, verse 7. Therefore, at that time, when all the people heard the sound of the comet, flute, blah, 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 and music, all the people, the nations and the languages fell down and worshiped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Last verse, verse eight, the Bible says, wherefore at that time, certain Chaldeans came near and accused the Jews that they did not bow down to worship the image. From glory to glory. From glory to glory to glory. The devil will always always copy what God is doing. Remember when Jesus was crucified on the cross? What was the enemy trying to do? That if you rebel against us, we will do the same to you. But they didn't know that showing God's people this image will as a matter of fact redeem us from the corruptions of the devil. So we go back to 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. The Bible says that by we all with an open face, beholding as in a glass, the glory of the Lord, we are changed into the same image from glory to glory. What are we changing to? What are we changing to? No, read really it carefully. What are, what, are what are we changing to? What are we changing to? What are we changing to? The same image. And what image is that? Is the image of the glory. Is the image of the glory. That means the image we see is so important. That's why God said, let us make man in our own image. That image is glory. Is glory. Is glory. So every time we come into the presence of God, what we are actually doing is appearing before his glory. And guess what happens when we appear before his glory? The Bible says in Psalm 84 verse 7, It says that everyone that comes before the Lord, we go from strength to strength. Everyone in Zion that appeared before God, appeared before the glory. So every time we come, we are coming into the presence of the glory. Once we see the glory, guess what happened? The glory energizes us. The glory strengthens us. So every time you come into the house of God, you are moving from what? From strength to strength. From strength to strength. So the devil will do everything to keep you weak. He'll keep you away from church. Did you get that? For the devil to keep you weak, where will he keep you away from? From church. Because every time you come to church, you are going from strength to strength. To strength. Every time you come into the house of God, you are going from strength to strength. From glory to glory. From strength to strength. Because the image you see strengthens you. You see the right image, your faith will be strengthened. You see the wrong image, your faith will be weakened. My wife will tell you there's one thing I cannot stand, and that is blood. I cannot stand theater. I cannot stand theater. She likes to watch 24 hours A and E. And while she's watching it, that's me going to bed. Because the image you see will either strengthen you or weaken you. When I see blood, I become very weak. I don't like, she'll tell you, I'll put something I'm out of. She said, just look. I said, no, I cannot look. I cannot look. Because Image is so powerful. Image is so powerful. So you see, when Nebuchadnezzar took the three Hebrew boys, his strategy is to beat them before everyone so that next time he puts this image before people, they'll bow. Because what you see, you will become. And I want you to keep this at the back of your mind because this is so important. The image you see, you will become. That's why God made us in his own image. He made us in his own image. That's why you have to be careful what you see. Because what you are exposed to, you will become. You will always gravitate towards the image that appeals to you. I mean, you you went to the shop last week. You went shopping last week. You saw a lot of dresses, a a lot of clothes. Why did you not go to all of them? You went to only the one you're wearing because that was the one that appealed to you. You will always be attracted to the image that appeals to your senses. This is very important. This is very important. So quickly, we want to ask, what is the glory? The glory of God, the glory of God is the total manifestation of the presence of God. The glory of God is the total manifestation of the presence of God. And one of Satan's number one job is to stop you from seeing the glory of God. Satan's number one job is to stop you from doing what? From seeing the glory of God. And how does he do that? Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. The Bible says that, if, but if our gospel be hid, it be hid from them that are lost. But in whom the God of this world has blinded their minds of them which Believe not, lest the light of the glory, lest the light of the glorious gospel. Now, other version says the light of the glory, Amen. the light of the glory. So every time we look into the word, there is an image that has been revealed to us. Amen. The glory of God has been revealed to us. So what the enemy does is to blindfold us from seeing the glorious gospel of Christ, which is the image of God. He doesn't want you to see that image. He doesn't want you to have an an exposure to this image, the image of the glory. It says that so that the gospel, the light of the glorious gospel of Christ Who is the image of God should shine unto them, and he doesn't want you to see that. So he'll do everything possible to block you from having access to the glorious gospel. That's why the Bible says in Colossians chapter 1, verse 26 and 27. Colossians chapter 1, verse 26 and 27. Very important. It says, even the mystery which has been hid from ages and from generations, but is now made manifest to the saints. Amen. Say amen to that. Amen. It has now been made manifest to the saints. And this is the mystery. This is the mystery. It says, to whom God will make known what is the riches of the glory. Oh, thank you, Jesus. This is the mystery. The mystery is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. This is the mystery. The mystery is the Christ in you, the hope of what? Glory. Christ in you, the hope of what? Glory. That's what the Bible says. That the glory of Moses fades away. But this glory is an eternal one. When Christ is in you, you have the glory. Oh, Father, help them to understand. When Jesus is in you, you have this eternal glory. Because Christ in you, the hope of glory. That's why once you see Jesus, you've seen the glory. Amen. Once you see Christ, you've seen the glory. And all you need is Christ. So the devil do everything possible so you don't see Christ. I remember Philippians chapter 4 verse 19? Do you remember what it says? Yes. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. Are you getting this? It says, by my God shall supply. How many? How many? How many? All, How many? All. All your what? Needs. All your needs according to what? His riches. His riches where? In His riches where? In so in the glory zone, in the glory realm, yeah. there are no limitations. Yeah. All your needs are in the glory. So once you have access to the glory, that's it. Did you realize that Adam and Eve had no need in the garden? Because they were operating in the glory. They were operating in the glory. When you operate in the glory, you have no need. In the glory, there is no sickness. In the glory, there is no depression. In the glory, there is no toiling. Are you following what I'm saying? In the glory, there is no toiling. And I decree unto this church today that we've come into the realm of the glory. I said we have arrived into the realm of the glory. And nothing can stop this glory. That's why Jesus said, Look at the lilies, they toll not. tell not yet your heavenly father has taken care of them. It says the lilies, their glory cannot be compared to that of Solomon. It says, but there is a glory coming. There is a greater glory. And that greater glory is in Jesus. So once you have access to Jesus, you have that glory. Many want to see the glory of God, but they are in the wrong place and in the wrong relationship. If you want to see the glory of God, there are two things that is key. Number one, Number one. you have to make sure you are in the right place and not in the wrong place. If you want to see the glory of God, you have to make sure you are in the right place. (laughs) Because whether you like it or not, the glory of God is revealed in a place. It's revealed in a place. God said, there is a place that I will put my name. There is a place I will put. Put my glory. And that's where I will meet with my people. Yeah. Read the Old Testament. The Bible says that and God said I will, there is a, there is a meeting point and it's called the tent of his glory. Yeah. Amen. And that's where he meets with his people. Amen. I decree to you that from today there will be none sick in this church. Amen the moment we walk into the, no matter what level of sickness you have, the moment you walk into the doors of this church, that sickness will fall off. Amen. No matter how weak you are, if you can get up from your bed, yeah. get up from your house, yeah. and walk through the gates of this church, yeah. that weakness will go down. Yeah. So if you're in the wrong place, you can't see the glory of God. Genesis chapter 15, verse 3 to 6. Genesis chapter 15, from verse 3 to 6, I read. The Bible says that, And Abraham said, Behold, to me thou hast given no seed, and lo, one born in my house is an heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, This shall not be thine heir, but he that shall come forth out of thine own bowels shall be in thine heir. And he brought him forth abroad. Why did he bring him out? Because he was in the wrong place. You can't see the glory of God in the wrong place. <laughs> the Bible says that, and God brought him forth abroad, brought him out of his tent limitation. And said, look now towards heaven and tell the stars if thou shalt be able to number them. And he said unto him, so shall thy seed be. Say amen to that. Verse six, and he believed the Lord and he counted to him for righteousness. Listen, if you want to see the glory of God, you have to come out of all the wrong places. Sometimes the wrong places might not necessarily be physical location or a geographical location. Sometimes the wrong place could be anger. Always angry at unnecessary things. Sometimes the wrong place can be you allowing your emotions to lead you. Your emotions are leading you all the time. Sometimes the wrong place can be doing things that are not pleasing to God. You can't see the glory of God when you're in the wrong place. Abraham couldn't see the glory of God because he was in a tent. He was complaining. He said, God, what are you going to give me? God said, Abraham, even though I have promised you great things, you can't see it. Come out of this tent. Come out of this bitter situation come out from this environment because you see you can be bitter and see the glory yeah. you cannot walk in unforgiveness and see the glory yeah. you can't you can't walk in doubt and see the glory of God if you are going to see the glory of God you have to come out of flesh you can't be a spirit being and be operating in the flesh The second is, is wrong places. Wrong places, sorry, wrong relationships. Number one, it's wrong places. Number two, it's wrong relationships. Wrong relationships can prevent you from seeing the glory of God. Genesis chapter 13, verse 14 and 15. The Bible says that the Lord said unto Abraham, after Lot was separated from him. That's wrong relationships. So all this while God said nothing. When Lot was with him, God said nothing. Who are Lots? Lots are people who drain you. They drain you spiritually. They drain you emotionally. They are Lots. They are baggage. They are load. Lots creates grief in your life. Lots are disobedience. There are people God said you should not go with, yet you still disobey God and go with them. And lots are drainers. They come to drain everything from you. Have you not noticed that there are some friends, when they call you, after they finish calling you, you're like, oh, all your strength is gone. They've drained you. There are their lots. There are lots when they come to your house, by the time they leave, you are polluted. Yeah, right. Spiritually contaminated. Yeah. There are lot news. You can't read them. Sometimes they are on social media platforms. That's, right. that's lots. Some of them are on your phone. You need to delete them. Every morning, they send you a text message. You read that text message your whole day. <laughs> lots, they talk anyhow. <laughs> oh, I can see some people announcing all the lots in their lives. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, lots are wrong relationships. One bad, wrong relationship can damage everything you've worked your entire life for. God said to him, the Bible says, and the Lord said unto Abraham, after Lot was separated from him. That means when Lot are with you, you can never hear the word of, the voice of God. When Lot is in your life, you can never hear. Even God is speaking, you can't hear. Because Lot's become the voice of God in your life. That means all the years that Lot was with Abraham, Abraham could not hear God. Can you imagine how frustrating that is? To have a life, you, I mean, the Bible says that God said, Abraham is my friend. And yet, Abraham could not hear the voice of God all these years. Why? Because of Lot. Wrong relationship. You want to see the glory? Do away with all those wrong relationships. Some of you are married couples. You have some friends that are bad influence. Bad influence. Every time they come around, all they are saying is, your husband is this, your husband is that, your husband is this. You're, they see the wrong things in your husband every time. They see the wrong things in your wife every time. Be careful. Those are lots. They want your husband. They want your wife. Be careful. I say, oh, oh he, he, likes my, he likes me. Really? Oh, she likes me. Really? She's a lot. Be careful. And the Lord said unto Abraham, after the Lord was separated from him. I pray that every Lord will be separated from your life today. I said I pray that every Lord will be separated from your life today. Lots are liabilities. They are not assets. I don't want any lot in this church. Because lots are what? Their liabilities. Any member that is a lot, I don't want them in this church. Any pastor that is a lot, I don't want them in this church. Because once they are here, you can never hear the voice of God. I'm not telling you, I'm not, I'm not, you see, I don't teach you theories. I teach you what I have experienced. There was a time I had a lot in my life. And when that lot left, then then the reality of the word became alive. Then I heard the voice of God for the first time after a long time. I said, wow, this scripture is powerful. Then God began to reveal things to me. Do you know what the lords do? They cover the glory of God from shining on you. Lots always, always want to take the glory. They want to take the place of God in your life. Are you following what I'm saying? The Bible says that, and the Lord spake unto Abraham after the Lord was separated from him. He said, lift up now thine eyes and look from the place, the same place, the same place that he couldn't see anything. After Lot left, God said, lift up your eyes now and look from where you are, northward, southward, eastward, and westward. For the land which thou seest, to thee will I give it and to thy seed forever. Say a good amen to that. Say a good amen to that. After today, God will reveal to you his full manifestation of his glory. So quickly, let's look at five things that you must do to enable you to experience the glory of God. Five things. Number one is you must be born again. If you want to experience the glory of God, number one, you must be born again. John chapter 3 verse 1 to 6. You must be born again. Number two, you must be willing to be obedient you must be willing to be obedient. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18 and 19 says if you are willing and obedient you will eat the good of the land. You see disobedient people can never experience the fullness of God's glory. Number 3 you must have clean hands. Number three, you must have clean hands. Psalm 24, verse three and four, it says, Who shall ascend unto the hills of the Lord? He that have clean hands and he that have a pure heart. You must have clean hands. Number four, you must thirst after righteousness. Number four, you must thirst after righteousness. Matthew chapter five, verse six, Jesus said, Blessed are those who are hungry, who do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You must be hungry to see the glory of God. He that search for me will do what? Will find me. Number five, the last but not the least, you must have a pure heart. You must have a pure heart. Matthew chapter 5 verse 8 Matthew chapter 5 verse 8, Jesus said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God, for they shall see the glory. glory. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. You want to see God? You need a pure heart. (laughs) My heart is so pure. When I sleep, I sleep so well. I don't have anything against anyone. I celebrate my lot. I celebrate what God has given me. I am not greedy of anybody. I'm excited in my lot. Wherever God has placed me, I'm excited. Whatever God has given me, I rejoice in it. I rejoice in it. This is the house God has placed me in. I rejoice in this house. Pure heart. You see, many people can't be trusted with the glory of God because their heart is not pure. Question, what is the motive behind what you're doing? Is it a pure motive or an evil motive? Pure heart. Hallelujah. Somebody say with me, from today, today, say it with faith in your heart, say from today, today, I am moving moving from glory glory to glory. glory. Say it again, from today, today, I am moving moving from glory to glory. glory. From today, that will be your testimony, You'll, you'll be going from glory to glory. From today, you'll be going from strength to strength. Yeah. You'll be going from what's From strength. You will never be weak another day of your life. Well, <laughs> I wife will tell you, I stay up so late. I stay up so late. Studying, reading, studying, working. I work so late into the night into the mornings actually 3 a.m. 4 a.m. from glory to glory from strength to strength because in Zion there shall be no weakness in solution there shall be no weakness there are only stars in this house there are only giants in this house great men and great women are risen from this house Hallelujah. So once again our foundational text 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 It says but we all with an open face Beholding as in a glass The glory of the Lord Are changed into the same image From glory to glory Even as by the spirit We all Not some We all We all That means in this house there shall be no weakness. That means in this house there shall be none sick. That means in this house there shall be no none poor. There shall be no lack in this house. Because we all, with an open face. With an open face. With an open face. If you can just open your eyes, you will see him. I'll read this from the Amplifier. The Amplifier says, 2 Corinthians 3. 18, the Amplifier said, and, and all of us, as with unveiled face, because we continued to behold in the word of God, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, are constantly being transfigured into his very own image in ever increasing splendor from one
0: Jesus said the works that I do shall you do also and greater works than these shall you do come and have an encounter with the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbeji this Sunday 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH 10 8DS or call 1293 885000 for more information or on the web at solutionchapel.org. So Lucian Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles.